Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. It is an abiding question for Bible-believing Christians. What is the role of the Old Testament law in the life of believers? It's a serious question, important question. In many ways, we see that the life of the church is not simply a copy of the life of Israel in the Old Testament. Israel had many things connected with the covenant God made with them. The law is really the covenant document. God made that covenant with them at Sinai. It was given through Moses, regulated the life of Israel, was relevant for their life and conduct until the Lord Jesus came. When the Lord came, he and the apostles, based on what he taught them, tell us that he is the conclusion of the law. He is the fulfillment of the requirements of the law on behalf of believers. The law had a reign. It's an intended tenure until the Messiah came. Now that the Messiah came and we have placed our trust in Christ for salvation and he brings us the fullness of the blessing of God, what is any enduring role of the law? The Apostle Paul addresses this question as he is writing to the Galatians. The Galatian heresy itself, the false teaching, had to do with bringing in aspects of the law as a requirement for the life of Christians. The things about the law that they wanted to bring in were external sign things like circumcision, uh, dietary laws perhaps, uh, religious holidays, etc. In Galatians 3.23, in a section that begins and the brief section concludes with 4.7, uh, Paul addresses this issue. What was the role of the law he already spoke about? The law wasn't the first thing in God's dealing with humanity. It was grace. It was promised through Abraham. Eternal life was promised through Abraham. The law came several hundred years after what God had given through Abraham. Why did God give us the law? It was for transgressions, he says. The law exposed the sinfulness of man. The law drove us to the throne of grace, to God for forgiveness and mercy. Even as God reveals himself and speaks to Moses in the context of the giving of the law, he says, I am God who keeps covenant, who is faithful, who is truthful to his word. And then he says, who forgives iniquity. So forgiveness was really always the basis by which a person gained acceptance in the sight of God. If you turn to God in faith, he forgives your sin. In response to your faith, you are given righteousness through faith. Continuing on this uh, theme of the role and purpose and the relevance of the law, the Paul tells us that the law had a schoolmaster, a, 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 a guardian kind of role in the life of those who are still immature in the faith. I think of this in terms of an analogy from my own life. When my children were small, I had a rule for them that they were not allowed to cross the street. This is when they were still 
old enough to go outside the house, but uh, not young enough still um, to be at risk for caution and safety, etc. Now, there's no absolute law in life that one must not cross, cross the street. I cross the street all the time. My children, when they became mature, they did cross the street on their own. But at a stage of immaturity, before they were adult or mature enough to make that judgment and do that cautiously, they were kept under that regulation which I imposed upon them. The Apostle Paul would say there are many things in the law, aspects of the law, which are this kind of custodial guardianship aspect of regulation. If we read the book of Galatians, starting in verse 23 of chapter 3, it reads like this. Now before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming, coming faith would be revealed. So then, the law was our guardian until Christ came, in order that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. Paul here compares the believer to two stages in the life of a Greco-Roman young person growing through life, uh, perhaps in the echelons of nobility in the Greco-Roman world. There was a stage of immaturity and there was a stage of adulthood. Now, he will explain this analogy more when we come to chapter 4. But there is a stage he refers to as that of a child. And here the child signifies immaturity. And then he speaks about, say, a full-grown adult, what we would say majority, attaining being in a minor status and attaining, attaining majority. The majority he refers to as being a son. The role of the law itself, the Apostle Paul describes here in somewhat strong terms. It's almost like a prison guard. And then as a guardian or custodian of a minor. So in verse 23 of Galatians 3, he says, Before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. So the status of someone who is living under the law and the regulations of the law is sort of the status of a prisoner. Christ is the one who sets them free out of this bondage under the law. In fact, many places the Apostle Paul would speak of bondage to the law. You are under the government of the law. It regulates your life. It controls you. It restricts you. But this function of the law was intended only until Christ came. Christ advances the people of God from their status of being a minor to that of a full adult, to sonship. With this sonship comes responsibility and adulthood. One might think of a stage in life where we do things because we have to. We are told to. When we become adults, all of us, as a rule, take on responsibility individually. I get up in the morning, go to work, not because somebody's asking me to do it. 
I do it voluntarily because I feel it is the right thing to do. It is the proper thing for me in my station in life to do that. So with so many aspects of living, we take care of children, we work, we do whatever else is part of our responsibility in life because we think it is the right thing to do. Now that would be the outlook and the mental frame of those who have come into spiritual maturity through faith in Christ concerning responding to God. If you have come to Christ, then you have entered into what the Bible describes as the new covenant God makes with the people of God. The new covenant, as opposed to the old covenant, was a transformation of the heart. The old covenant is represented in terms of the law written on tablets of stone. They are outside of you. They are commanding you to do what is pleasing to God. When Christ comes into our life, God comes into our life through our turning to him in faith. God gives us his spirit and it begins with a change of heart. The Apostle Paul would speak of the fact that if you have come to Christ, you are no longer a bond slave of sin. The bondage to sin has been broken. You've been set free. You are a child of God. You are free to serve God. And your desire ought to be to do what is pleasing to your Father because we are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. So before faith came, this would have been the status of one who found himself as being under the law, say Paul before his coming to Christ, a Pharisee lived with the mindset of wanting to fulfill the regulations of God. That person was under the custody of the law, but being kept for something greater, which is revealed through faith. The one who is living under the law is in a status of a spiritual minor, and when you come to the adulthood, which is attained through faith, then one does not live like a minor anymore. So when the, the law was operative, its regulations were meant to keep the people of God under a certain form of guardianship, custodialship. But when they have come to Christ, they have entered into the status of those who are now mature in their standing and do not need those regulations to keep them under obedience. And so the law was our guardian until Christ came. That's verse 24. In order that we might be justified by faith. So the, the role of the law was never to justify sinners. The purpose of the law was to keep the people of God under custody, to regulate their conduct, to show them right and wrong, and also through its penalties and impositions to control their behavior. But the law in itself was incapable of transforming the heart. The transformation of the heart comes when we turn to God in faith. And that happens through turning to God now by trusting in Jesus Christ as Savior. When we trust in Christ as Savior, God comes into our life. He breaks the bondage of sin, sets us free from within, and the Spirit of God comes into the life of now those who are children of God, giving them enablement to fulfill what is right before God. Which means that many things which are external, 
which are meant to be object lessons of some kind, illustrative of principles of holy and unholy, all of these can be dispensed with. We can now live in the light of things which are eternal and abiding, things which have to do with the character of God, things which have to do with ultimate truth. So symbols and signs like circumcision and dietary regulations are no longer relevant because the, the period of immaturity and being under guardianship is finished. You are now a mature person as regards the spirit in having come to God and trusted in Christ. And the standard then for those who belong to Christ is to walk by the spirit guided by the truth of God as revealed in his word. So now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. And the guardian here was the law, the law of Moses particularly, and perhaps in the case of Paul from his Pharisaic background, the elaborations and additions to it in the form of traditions. But now that we are in Christ through faith, we are no longer under this guardian of the law. The law has no longer a functional operative role in the design of God for those who are people of God. For those who are people of God, who have come to God in faith, they are not living under the law anymore. The law still teaches them. The Apostle Paul still teaches, quotes, proves things in the light of what God has given. He exhorts Christians how to live in the light of things already revealed in the law, but the law does not function as a law, as a covenant, as it did in the life of the people of Israel before the coming of the Messiah. For in Christ Jesus, he says, we read, you are all sons of God through faith. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu partner.